0: They said it was called a trout. Well, on the north side we call it bando. Yeah, you know, nah, for real. All my niggas turn the rumble on commando We the first one that came out with the bando. Talking about you got the elbow, what they going for? I'm about to start a story, niggas, for that amigo flow We the one that really came in with the kickin' dough Same nigga, run set you to the centerfold Take off from the like I hit him with the finger roll If you can buy the car, then why the fuck you rent for? All of my niggas that ready to get you and hit you with fit you And never leave no witness to see you you. Think about calling your mom and your daddy, your brother, your sister, that chopper hit you having a seat. I've been teaching niggas lingo like I'm a teacher. Mama see that she looking like a bitch, I'm on the list. But the mother with the dad, so we going up on the feature. All of my bitches, they put up in conceited. Take, 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 take out. All rose gold, on, call it rose bowl. Bro. I got the key unlock and again like a cheat code. Cheat. Fuck a bad bitch, I'm fucking with the flea code flea. And I never get my cellar for a bank roll. Nah. Niggas get like it's right there by that rainbow. Lep no rain, come. though, I'm in the young rich nation raincoat. rain code. Ain't they red, that I bitch your can go. Lickin' in my DM and I see a man hole. We the one that came on with that band, you know. them boys took them out the bando. The boys him but the boys on the window. Bando. When you jump and keep a shooter at the front door. Running at the back door Ayy. The ring on my pinky gets bigger than the globe. Skip with the flipper, with flipper, the nigga, never fold up. Hoppin' up in front of your bitch, you get elbowed Ping pong, hit a nigga with the ring on Jumping are your jeans on, it's your theme song uh-huh. So many pipes in my crib, best to lean home lean. Also, i so high, just need a wall to lean on Fall home, get so storm when we gone Kickin' smokin' the ozone, rich snow cone Ice. Me it Cone 5, I leave the coat on Big time and get your roll on roll Clap it. a nigga with the Rick Flair robe on Hold on, Hold all my nigga turn the rumble on commando nah. We the first one that came on with the band talking about you got the elbow, what they going for. I'm about to start a story, niggas for that nigga flow. Ayy. We don't wanna really keep in with the kickin' doe. Uh. Saying nigga brother's at you to the cinephone. Uh. Take off from the plug, I hit him with the finger roll. If you can buy the then what the fuck you rent it for? Bitch. All of my niggas, they ready to get you will hit you with bitch you will never leave no witness to see you. Ain't not truth, think about calling your momma, your daddy, your brother, your sister, that chopper hit you having a seat. I've been teaching niggas lingo like I'm a teacher. Mama see that she looking like a bitch, I'm on the list. Fuck the up with the dance, so we going up on the feature All of my bitches, they put up a seat. You know what I'm about? Real diamond, nigga, ride around the city, mad chicken shit, nigga. Y'all wish, nigga. Ride around the city with the mad chicken, chopping the chicken, then what's the clicking? Bop, whipping and breaking and making the checking, the nigga, they must stay me, think I'm selling that bitch. Nah, for real. What the fuck a nigga really wanna talk about? Shit. You a beast, swing and nothing to talk about. Shaking like a stripper with that magic in a pillar's mouth. Jump with the flip when he told me where you're different, busting down. Nigga Jerry whipping the lumber, when watch the swerve. Sure. one got PTs and so they reserve. I'm a hot boy, so you know I gotta stay low. Grab told me trap on the block and bag him like OJ Mills. Yeah. You niggas a wicket, but you'll take off on my back. Facts it. Tell me trapping and dabbing, gon' get that pussy wet. No crocodile done, they steam right back. Whatever I wanna do, I do it. Knock your check, do it. I'm a your yeah, nigga with the rich, nigga ambition. And hey, the me go show a nigga auto 10. He's level this shit like me, and you embarrassed to admit it I done not wanna kick get After my shoulder, get through this nigga He lookin' suspicious Walk right up on the own person, my nigga And all he wanted was a picture I used my switches Like a regular nigga Now I'm about what type of nigga A nigga he went on track to rub I him them white people They still treat me like I'm a bitch. They screamin' that I'm free activists They talking about that activists Be discontinued Tell my couple of mother trouble Got passing that ad They kept me round with passing my rental Track, track, down when I'm on the revenue truck in And we we it it with the dog food Diamond brick, I'm with a note on the nigga, you blues blues 24 care my time with the T.P. to the fool Best the no limit money, but no jumping like a bunch. Giving heart, your money is too short, you're too funny Come and take a few help, no, I got paper bunnies Fuck it, I beat this she suckin' me till a nigga be coming Cross the country, Woo. Go. cross the country Go. Go. You may never been there, catch me Cross the country, uh, oh. cross the country oh, oh. oh. Cross the country, Whoa. country Coca leaves and palm trees, we cross the country Coca. Cross the country uh, Cross the country. Uh, she don't understand English, but she want me. Cross the country. Where? Cross the country. I had to get
1: a visa. Cause Ooh. I'm in and out the country. In and
0: out. Headshot. Boop. AK make your head rock. Boop. Boop. Red dot. Boop. Retro, at your dead. Stop. Stop. Lean on rocks. purchase my Zanis, Rocks. rocks. Oxycant. Take up, I'm your mad dog. Take up. Leg lock. Leg lock. I got unlocked locked the box What's in that box? Don't huh? tell them they might show the cops Wrist watch Normal so I fuck the clock Money flop Panties drop That's when them titties pop Free my pops Till they free as fuck the cops They know I geek a lot They don't know I keep a glock Ain't been no drought They think I been sleep a lot They think I'm dumb They don't know I see the plot Fuck it, I season it Just to start up Purple, just a woman, I heard your bitch. She got that water, splash, drip, drip, splash, slippery. Won't excuse me, please, me, please. I'm up, believe me, believe me, believe me, get beat, cause I'm flexing, Rory. you can bet on me. Hey, hey, hey.
1: Hey, this motherfucker working and it's actually working. Let's pray to God we get a smooth pod on the new platform. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's not me. That's you. <laughs> yeah, my shit. Yeah, the world is yours, DJ World Premiere, The Boy Wonder, Young Scoliosis, Smother pork chops on a bed of white rice. Extra gravy, heavy pepper. Your fave podcast could never. It's the pod father. The German bomber. Gurf Nowitzki. Red shirt zaddy. Comfortable shoe guard. My shoe game is trash, but they're very comfortable. And I appreciate everybody who notices. And today, today I have back on the pod, shytown's towns favorite, stat in the hat. <laughs> it's the stat god. The math god. Young bean pie. Young fried okra. He's a GD, but it stands for growth and development.
2: You're funny.
1: <laughs> All if applicable. <laughs> we got boo-wop in the house. Yo, what's the word, man? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you? See, boo, up ain't know. I be out in these streets, and I know the GDs that'll tell you it's not gangster disciples' blood. This is <laughs> groping development. They start throwing up the crazy signs. Dog, I thought you was Jewish. You had the Star <laughs> David on your head. I thought I saw a fellow Jewish shit. Nah, that's not how they giving it up. No, sir. <laughs> no sir it's been it's been a minute boo Wop. how you been bro I've been blessed man you know I
2: can't complain cooling and high cool man
1: we got some we got some good topics we got some good topics today I want I wanna I can't stress enough uh that it's been a great a great fucking week for potting content and just content overall. Everything I see, I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to talk about that shit. Ooh, I can't wait to talk about that shit. boo up, hit me up on Friday. Nigga, we got a pod. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> man, I, I can pod tomorrow. And neither of us podded. Uh, because I was not in a position to, and neither was boo Up. Yeah,
2: I had some things I had to handle, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, deep yeah, dish man. pizza or whatever y'all do in Chicago. What is it, uh, Italian beef and, and, and a Pepsi? Something,
2: something like that, man. I don't know nothing about what you talking about. though. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> something like that, man, you know.
1: Man, I'm I'm watching I'm watching TV. I'm listening I'm listening to the well first off rest in peace to take off from the Migos. Real shit 28 years old, dog.
2: Yeah, Yeah, man, that's kind of rough, man. It's kind of rough.
1: The story behind this shit is crazy.
2: Friendly fire.
1: Friendly fire. So and everybody I talked to about this today, they kind of laughed at me, like, yeah, why would you be at a dice game when you have all this money? Why would you argue about money? And I had to break it down to people. Like, yeah, you ever you ever went somewhere and played Uno at somebody else's house? It's like, fuck yeah, man. I fucking hate it. I fucking, I fucking hate it, man. Like, why do you hate playing Uno at other people's house? Because the rules change from every house you go to. Some niggas let you double stack with, with draw fours, and you can put a draw two on top of a draw four, and the next nigga just got to eat six cards. Some <laughs> niggas say, nah, if it's a draw four, you got to put a draw four on that bitch so it go along. You can't just put a draw too. Like, niggas play with different rules. A dice game is literally the same thing with less mannerable people playing. And it's money on the line. Agreed. And it's money on the line. Like, if you want to see somebody nut up and, and act different, put some money on the line. Yeah. I don't Safe care if we play in the 21. You feel me?
2: <laughs> Safe to say.
1: Like put somebody like, on the line, it's, it's gonna get crazy.
2: It's like my whole thing is it couldn't have been that bad. Like what kind of loss that you can't take? Though, like, you know what I mean? Like, when you got it, like, they got it. I mean, what 10 15,000? What what was it like? You know what I'm saying? Because they say the story I'm hearing he Quavo losing on the dice, he gets riled up, and you know, I guess everybody get riled up. You know, a lot of back and forth started, and then I guess somebody from Ego's camp fired first.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's just like, what kind of lows that that you probably ain't threw it threw up at Magic City. You know what I'm saying? Like, on the on the, on the, on a couple of hours at Magic City, you probably been getting some strippers. Like you shooting dice, before you start shooting, you you should be confident that you finna win, right? But also knowing that's the possibility you can lose, because I'm pretty sure you done lost before. So it's like it's not like out of the realm of possibility that you're going to lose. Like you can lose. What make you do all this to me? Like, well, you can't laugh it off and be like, I'm forget me tonight. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. Like, I just don't get it.
1: See, it's not about the amount of money because we just talked about the the community that's heavy in dice it's it's literally about principle. I've seen somebody who's up a thousand two thousand dollars in a dice game ready to fire on somebody because, don't touch the dice. I, it's still mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, you touch the dice, you violate it. You put money down, and, and you're too close to the money. Like, it's just the small things when it comes down to, it's the, I don't even know, it's, it's manners, right? It's house rules when it comes down to playing dice, like, and niggas don't play. Something happened, somebody violated their group, took a stance, and and you out of town. You out of town. What Avon said to D'Angelo in episode one of The Wire, you can't play that nigga out the lobby. You can't take no ass whooping either. So what you do? You got a gun. You get to shooting right in front of the security booth. Like, that's exactly what happened nigga we out of town you're losing you causing ruckus and commotion. somebody violated broke the rule who knows but i i me as your personal security not a professional security but personal security i can't have you out here looking like sweet money right now this this, I hope this encourages all folks in entertainment to always go professional over professional. Yeah. Because professional security, their job is to de-escalate a situation i think the last thing on the checklist is pull your weapon <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i've seen i worked at a 7-eleven for mad long ray cash came into the 7-eleven with some groupies uh i don't know if you know ray cash he from cleveland, cleveland but he had yeah. he had one record and he That's came in that bitch with, it was with scarface i was like how you get scarface on your single uh But he came into the joint with some groupies to get some rubbers. And what his security do? Stand the fuck outside. These niggas wore the smallest black shirts I've ever seen in my life. If Mm. leggings came in t shirt form, that's what these niggas was wearing. Under Mm. Armour Dry Fit before that shit was a thing. And they stood outside while he was in the store doing his thing, but not a pistol on him because. Their job is to de escalate a situation. Pulling, drawing your weapon is only going to escalate any situation. I've never been in a situation where I said, (laughs) you know what would calm everything down? A pistol. A gun would really calm this whole situation down. Nah. That's, Uh, that's, <laughs> we talk about sure. a different type of calm. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> it shit calm if this nigga's not yelling no more because I popped him. But no, we're talking about an amicable calm. You never argue with your girl and say, yo, calm down, chill out, relax. And she actually calmed down, chilled out, and relaxed. Right. No. It only makes crazy more crazy. Same thing with guns. Uh
2: I I hear you though. Like I do think it's just once you I think it's safe to say once you bring that the element of the gun, like it, it I I think that you need to be prepared for whatever comes with that though. Like sometimes it can calm situations down depending on The situation. But that usually just in and like if you pull a gun out on somebody, right? Like, and in that moment, they just like, oh, okay, you got it, man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They calm. Like, cause they don't want to be shot. But nine times out of ten, like, you're just making them know that next time they see you, they need to have this. So like you might calm them temporarily, but like like you said, at the end of the day, it's going to intensify. It's going to not make things better in the long run because now you just you know, you just made another person feel like they need to carry a weapon.
1: If and, and maybe I'm just an old fucking immature thought process, but if you pull it You gotta use it. No, that's I'm not pulling I'm not pulling this to make everybody retreat. I'm pulling this because this nigga can't walk away from this situation. This nigga can't walk away from this situation. And that's the choice I make. Like if I pull it, I'm not putting it back in my holster with the same amount of bullets that I pulled it out with. Maybe that's why I don't have a gun too. Because like if I pull it and you saw it i can't let you tell somebody else you saw this 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 shit is over right here word the second the the, the most foul part about the situation the friendly fire is foul the friendly fire is foul um, The 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 next bit it's the fucking footage bro
2: yeah i don't want to see it bro i'm cool
1: i saw it against I mean, my will
2: i was gonna say sometimes you, it's against your will it's it's the era we fucking live in be like people sad like like gilly i think gilly said that shit earlier like like why do we go to our phones like when we see like shit like that it's like no bullshit. Like two, three weeks ago, I think, right? I'm riding, riding to the crib, and it's it's fucking pile up of traffic everywhere and shit. I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck going on, but finally we, you know, you get closer, you see what's going on. It's a car on fire. Now, my dumb man, yeah, man, I, I, I just think. With that particular situation, man, like, it's just unfortunate that the rap game is turning into the real streets, bro. Like, it's not even about the music no more.
1: See, it's not it's not just the rap game. I think the rap game for us is probably the most visible. I think that's just the most visible for us. So it just happens a lot, but like I see it with all these fucking videos where black people is out in the street and they get approached by a Karen or some racist injustice happens to them in public. And the first thing they do is pick up their phone and record it. Now, some of it makes sense because you want to document the shit that's happening, the people that's doing it to you. But I really feel like if your life is if you're, if you fear that your life and your wellness is in danger and you pull up your phone to record this shit happening, you're more interested in likes over life. Cause trust and believe, if some white people run up on me and, and, surround me and start hollering and screaming some shit like they need to see my id before i move any further they need to know my address before i walk in this building no my nigga, you don't like and and it's going to be hands you feel me because Mm -hmm. i know the law (laughs) you you keeping me from going to where i need to go is also trespassing not just moving my person 13 feet without against my will, you keeping me, and that's a gem for y'all, if y'all didn't know, uh, you keeping me from going into a building that I need to go into, that's kidnapping. So you about to see hands, and that's self-defense for me. I'm not finna pull my phone out so I can just stand there and record you. Why won't you let me in the building? Why do you need to see my ID? I live here just like you. Well, where do you live? What's your apartment? What's your apartment number? I'll go with you to your apartment right now. I had never seen you in this building before. Like it'd be way too much conversation in those videos for me to let me believe, to lead me to believe in that you're concerned about your life and your well-being. You're concerned about likes because they post that video It goes viral, and then niggas, story time at 5 o'clock. No, my nigga, I just want to know why you didn't put the phone down and put hands on Karen. And there's no reason for it. And this shit is the same way because, and maybe it's no saving a nigga, right? Because he's DOA when the AMBO comes. But if I see a nigga get shot, the last thing I'm thinking about is pulling out my phone to record him laying on the ground, right? To get his partner's reaction to to his his uncle or his nephew laying on the ground, like nah, nigga, hey, ambulance, hey, fucking let me me fucking bandage this nigga up or make a tourniquet, whatever the fuck they do in the army. Even the Houston police chief had a press conference this evening in front of people, in front of cameras. Yo, we need everybody who was at this private residence to step up and do the right thing. These niggas don't even know who did it. Right. The, the street code of not snitching is so strong that they don't even know who did it they have they don't have the shooters they don't have the aggressors they don't have nothing official but me and you just kicked it and talked about what the fuck happened at the party without names like that's how fucking crazy likes over life is <laughs> That's fucking crazy.
2: Right. It is.
1: Rest in peace, Takeoff, man. I'm not just saying this because you ain't here. I said it a couple months ago when your album dropped. You was the best artist in the group.
2: Mm, Best rapper, for sure. I don't know about the
1: best artist. I think that's Quavo. See, I originally said it was Quavo, too, but that shit got old quick. He wasn't versatile enough to remain the best artist. He's the front man. The label loves it when Quavo's doing the hook.
2: That's what I mean. Like, he got, he got that for him. He can do a lot of hooks for people. He was the hook man for a minute in the industry, too.
1: Oversaturated the market.
2: I mm-hmm. Just think it's a market that's constantly changing. And like you said, that's when versatility do come into play.
1: So Quavo's the best artist, Takeoff was the best rapper. I can live yes. with that. I can I can live with that. Quavo got some bars, uh, but but Takeoff definitely I think if we look at all these solo albums, Quavo uh Offset had the best solo album. Yeah. Uh you know, prayers up to their family. I know him and Quavo was kin, like he was Quavo's uh, nephew or uncle.
2: Yeah, Quavo Quavo the uncle. And uh <clears throat> I think offset yeah offset they
1: could and this it sucks because these niggas been on the biggest the biggest slash quietest press run for their album and I don't yeah, fuck was, with niggas
2: they was just about to like do some shows some shit this weekend yeah like, and all this shit set up
1: I don't fuck with niggas doing doing promo runs because the promo runs be really dry, be like the same shit. Tell us what you were thinking when you made this album. Tell us what motivates you. Uh is two people group is different than a three person group. Tell us about that. Like it's usually like the same list of questions, just with a different interviewer. Uh, but their press run was low-key lit. Like, Breakfast Club was cool. Drink Champs was great. I thought their Drink Champs joint was fire. And I thought that, mixed with Offset and his bullshit with the label, gave a pretty clear picture on like, what the fuck was going on with the group. Right. But, fuck the business. 28 28 years old bro that's fucking crazy
2: yeah young man young and and it's like he was at the like pinnacle of his career you know what i'm saying like this probably was finna be the that second chapter especially with them basically saying migos is done
1: Oh yeah, this was the second chapter, the second leg, and then it was gonna be more solo joints after this. Like this shit was gonna be Rockefeller Dynasty esque. You understand? Like, hey, uh, I got three artists: Beans and Bleak, and uh, and and Beans is gonna do solo shit. Then he's gonna do State Property. And then he's going to do state property movies and cartoons. And then state property has a bunch of solo artists and a bunch of groups in it. And that's going to turn into its own tree of shit. Like, QC built it decently well. Minus the breakup with with Offset. Like, that shit was going to be pretty good.
2: Yeah. Damn. Safe to say. I mean... it it was looking like you know uh i don't know i don't know how big they could have made it because again this music but again i just think for the most part he he was 28 and just a sad way to go out man a car accident you know what i'm saying something like that is unfortunate as well but it's just like it ain't like somebody took your life from you. You know what man. I'm saying?
1: Not friendly fire. Also, <laughs> I know I talked a lot about fucking people stopping and recording shit. Life, life life over likes. But don't put the phone to your face and do no nut up shit either. Uh, That young man that sounds like future he did the Panda Joint. What's his name? I can't remember. He did Timmy, Timmy Turner. Timmy, 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 Timmy Turner.
2: you talking about designer.
1: Designer. This nigga was on the internet crying today. Now, I may be wrong, but from my first thought, I can't think that these niggas was that connected, but he was on the internet crying and said he was done with the rap game.
2: Definitely, I seen
1: it. I think he was done before Takeoff passed away. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like who was checking? Like, yo, you know who I need a verse from? Like, just a couple weeks ago. He was on the internet beefing that somebody quoted him of a price for a verse, and he didn't like the price. That was just a couple weeks ago, and he got on the internet and popped off all crazy, and then real niggas made some real nigga phone calls, and he said, yeah, you know, earlier I was mad, but I'm not mad anymore because, you know, just like him, I'm an artist and my price is my price. So I respect him and his price being his price. And I'm like, fam, that is not what you said two hours ago. Like, who scared the shit out of you? <laughs> yeah, but this nigga was crying on the internet, so yeah, that's crazy. Uh in 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 Decent argumentative news. Well, no. Let's go back. Let's go back to 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 life over likes. So your man, Brooklyn, Brooklyn's Brooklyn's favorite point guard, mm-hmm. Kyrie Allen Irvin, He made a post on the internet, probably the wrong time to make this kind of post, but he made a post on the internet and it was just a video. I saw the video, I support the video, uh, but not everybody supports it. So he posted a video on the internet and I believe the video uh, was a link to an actual video or documentary called Hebrews Hebrews to Negroes. Wake up Black America. Mm-hmm. Now this this movie has never been like hugely popular. But Kyrie Irving posted that video and as a result I think there were six Six young Jewish people, or maybe just white people with yarmulkes, uh, that bought courtside seats. I'm talking mm-hmm. next to the scoring booth, <laughs> nigga, like, you know. <laughs> chilling. <laughs> the only reason why I believe these people to actually be Jewish is because I know those seats are expensive. And we know who got the money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so they bought these seats next to the scores table, between the scores table and the bench. And they wore some shirts on some anti-Semitism shit. Uh, and their shirt said, fight anti-Semitism. <laughs> and they wore the yarmulkes. And they kind of heckled this nigga Kyrie the whole game.
2: yeah they definitely heckle i mean <laughs> it's crazy bro it's it's like on one end i don't really have a problem with what he said at all you know what i'm saying like, like i don't even you know what, mm-hmm. what i'm saying like or what he i ain't gonna say what he said but what he did like it's it's like it is his platform like he can Share that, like, without it meaning that he against another religion, but you can't do shit in this world we live in, man.
1: But you know, I I talked about the Kanye shit last week, and I know a big part of the beginning of the Holocaust started with stereotypes. Not facts, but stereotypes. The Germans, the German race, Hitler, all these folks, they had these stereotypes about who the enemy is or yeah. about, yo, is you out here struggling? Yeah, yo, you out here living check to check? Yo, you know who controls money? the Jews now at this point uh, the Jewish community were giving out interest free loans interest free loans meaning (laughs) they're giving you money and they're not making any money back but the fact that they was giving people money period made the Germans say you know why you poor because the Jews got all your money and it's small comments like that that basically started the Holocaust. So that makes sense, because every time somebody says something about the Jews and the Jewish community, they tool up, and they get you out the paint. You feel me? Because everything looks slash feels like the beginning of the Holocaust to them. Putting, separating them from everybody else or attaching them to the reason why somebody else doesn't have something feels and sounds like exactly how the Holocaust started. So I understand these young Jewish people coming to the game being visible that, hey, we're not happy with some shit he said. I get it. I 100% get it, but as a as a human being who probably has a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of defiance gene in my body, uh, if you try and make your point in public against me when we could have had words, your message is already fucked up you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. your message is already fucked up like don't tell me that i'm up in front of 30 people if you got my number if you got my number before you go buy the uh anti-semitism t-shirt and you go put your yarmulke on call me hit me bro hey i want to let you know Why that video don't sit well with me and my community because blank. But of course, it's not about sending your message the best way possible. It's about likes over life. It's about the likes. It's about getting the public's attention and turning the public against you also. So instead of reaching out to Kyrie, and maybe, and I don't know Kyrie, I mean, this nigga said the earth is still flat. So maybe he's just not a nigga you can have a conversation with. (laughs) Like, maybe they saw that and they was just like, yo, it's it's no convos for this nigga, right? But maybe we have a conversation first, and maybe that makes you take a different stance. Maybe that makes your video look a little bit differently. Maybe you're just understanding on how other people could be impacted by you putting out that kind of video and behind closed doors we see eye to eye and it's peace you know what i'm saying you delete the post and i don't need to come out and say yeah i talked to Kyrie. we had a good conversation he deleted the post good job jews like i don't have to do that and he don't have to explain why he deleted it he had a mm-hmm. moment of clarity after we talked and it's peace yeah but it ain't about that who gets the credit who's fucking leading the way like that's the that's the bullshit that's that's getting in the way of making your the change that you want because now I doubt Kyrie wants to have any conversation with anybody Jewish. I'm pretty confident if we check sports center tomorrow, uh you'll see that Kyrie fired his Jewish money manager and his <laughs> Jewish attorney. Not saying that those are the only jobs that community gets, but they are heavy in that space. Mm. Why don't black people have that?
2: What? I would.
1: Why don't black people have that juice to cut your water off? Like, Kanye went places after he made his comments, and the Jewish community was calling all their friends. Yo, fam, Kanye got some money at your bank? Yeah, uh, he can't keep his money at your bank, and we still be friends. We haven't talked in 20 years, but just know I can make shit hard for you if you keep Kanye's money in your bank. Okay, cool. Say less. 30 days later, Kanye got to get his money out the bank. Like, why don't black people have that? We got the NAACP, but they don't carry that kind of weight. Yeah. I mean,
2: it's, it's partially weak. I ain't going to say partially. It's mostly because they don't want us to have nothing like that, bro. Like, I I'm going to stop right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, see, I'm not going to say they don't want us to have it. <clears throat> I think we just don't. I just think we don't we don't we don't have it to have it. Like, six Asian people got beat up in in one summer, and next thing you know, There's a whole law against stop Asian hate not Separate from a hate crime Asian people got their own law In six months They went back and they said Yo, uh," and this is in 2021 or 2020 They went back and said Yo, YG, the rapper, put out a record in 2014 That nobody's listening to right now but he used some slurs against Chinese people. Not only do we need the label to blur these slurs out, we also need this to be public that this was done. Like that's what the Asian community did. In a short period of time, black people literally have $1.3 trillion of spending power in the economy that's what we've been rated as and titled as for the year 2022 the current year black people have spent 1.3 trillion dollars in the economy and when we talk about the economy we're not talking about needs we're not talking about rent we're not talking about mortgage we're not talking about utilities we're talking about fund money my nigga You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We talk about luxury vehicles. We talk about fucking, we talk about movies, entertainment, music, like the shit that we spend our money on, $1.3 trillion. Why we can't get together and say, yo, fam, uh whoever put that little black kid in a sweatshirt that said coolest monkey in the yard a couple years ago is dead for you. Y'all niggas is going out of business. Black people never sw- swipe your money over here anymore. When Gucci came out and said, yeah, black people will need black people, blah, blah, blah. What did black people, what did black, especially entertainers do? They went And put the camera phone up and say, hey, look at me and Gucci. They don't treat me like they said they treat all you other black people. TI's dumbass in the Gucci store. Yeah, because this is how I choose to spend my money expeditiously. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't run from the niggas that treat us poorly. We run to them like it's a badge of honor like hey i know you don't like black people but i'm one of the good ones
2: <laughs> <I hate
1: you>. <laughs> <laughs> too much too much you got to relax this <laughs> like word <laughs> I'm getting us canceled. It's just me and you, not. bro. I hope not. I hope. Look, I hope not too. I also hope not to get canceled. But if I get canceled, then we just got to start the podcast with your name in the front. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So? <laughs> imagine the wild shit I'm gonna say on Boo Wops podcast.
2: Be can canceled in a week.
1: <laughs> Macaulay Calkin was a whore. Like oh yo, I can't wait. I can't wait to get my shit off. <laughs> so also uh ESPN Y'all know y'all wrong. Y'all writers is wrong. The spin that niggas is trying to put is fucking crazy. Out of all people to come out and, like, talk bad on Kyrie Irving, a lot of them I expected. But I want y'all to be aware that we can see you. Mm -hmm. Y'all ain't had Bo Money Jones on a worthy topic in, like, a month. Mm -hmm. But some shit happens with a black player and the first person y'all want to get is a black analyst, a black journalist, and then tell them, "Yo, when you show up and talk about Kyrie, I need you to be on the opposite side." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I can't, I can't put Max Kellerman out here talking bad about Kyrie because that's just a white man talking bad about black people. That's not acceptable, bro. I need Beaumont Jones, Stephen A. Smith. I need every black analyst we got on deck to come out here and talk bad about Kyrie as a mm-hmm. unified front. Like, whatever ESPN is doing to unify black people, I need black people to do the same shit, but I need them to not unify Black people to go against Black people. I need them to unify to go against like the people that's against us. You feel me?
2: Yeah. It it would be nice every now and then to see one of our own on TV defending or kind of deflecting rather. You know what I mean?
1: Just explaining the shit. You know what I'm saying? Just explain the shit you can be you could be neutral to the shit. Like, hey, nigga, just give me the news. Don't even have no fucking say in your side. Just give me the news. Like, yo, fam, Kyrie, I don't even know what happened, bro. He did this. Mad juice was at the game. That's crazy, right? What are your thoughts? And then just like go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I could deal with that, that,
1: but, like, don't don't put my man Bomani. My nigga committed to being bald. My nigga got out there, and he fucking shucked and jived for Massa so hard, and I'm just sitting there like, I don't even agree with Kyrie, but I'm mad that ESPN is putting the full-court press on Kyrie. I mean, Bo Monty Jones literally said, the Nets need to trade him. He's a loose cannon. You can't win with him. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what he's gonna do in the future. Like Bo Monty's talking all this shit. i just like, hold on, fam. Are we talking basketball? We talking on the court or off the court? You feel me? Pick a side, Bo Money. Get Jones. personal,
2: man. She get personal.
1: That's just super personal. Like Kyrie fucked one of Bo Monty's hoes. Uh, hey. <laughs> it happened? No, if you got hey. if you got the intel boo up, I know, but it.
2: I it's just like it's it, it you never know. You know what I'm saying? Like you just never know. Like don't want to look like a sucker, but it it, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody ain't true. Everybody ain't gonna tell they, you know what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That war story with uh, somebody got got the better of them type situation or whatever. Like some guys ain't ain't cool with it, but mommy like like baby say fuck and I'm gonna get my revenge back on the platform. You know what no, I'm saying? I,
1: I, I've I've been pretty adamant about the time uh, Channing Fry fuck my hoes. Like that's, I've been. That's, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
0: Everybody
2: ain't you. That's what I'm saying. Everybody ain't willing to. To take it with a soda grain and to for the most part, like you know, talk about it even. Like some people just like
1: Now I'm, I'm upset. A, I'm, I'm upset a silent about, killer about it. I'm upset about that because this nigga never amounted to shit as a pro. <clears throat> and this nigga podcast too. So it's like, damn, not, not only did you take my hose, but now you took my job too. You took my hobby, bro. That's silly, bro. Like this nigga's walking in my footsteps. <laughs> you're
2: crazy,
1: Channing Fry. I want you to know: it's hands up next time I see you. Not not just because I hate your name, but it's hands up next time I see you, Channing Fry. Hey, you're crazy, and, <laughs> and that's all, and that's and that's all game. That's all gang That's all. <laughs> that's on, all on oh, game. God! God! <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Uh yay, yay. Do we got any yay updates?
2: You seen what he said about uh George Floyd mother, I mean uh baby mama?
1: I saw him apologize. Did he say some oh, some derogatory shit?
2: Oh my god. Let me go to this tweet. I'm gonna read it to you. Oh uh, see, yay. I thought
1: he had a tough yay week.
2: Crazy, bro
1: he had a tough week so he goes so he doesn't do his research number one he goes to sketchers and he's like yo fam <clears throat> make Skechers the new home for yeezys and the Skechers owner was just like maybe you didn't know but i'm jewish here's my security let them escort you out the building And nobody knew about it until Kanye went up on the internet. Skechers escorted me out of the building. Their their owner is Jewish. This is this is I'm my actions are being held against good business. Like yeah, my nigga. Like if you talk shit about the Jews, Jews ain't doing business with you. Like if a regular ass white man ain't doing business with you, you might have a point, but. Jewish people ain't doing business with you, bro. And how fucking bold do you gotta be in your product to think black people is out here buying Skechers? (laughs) Nah, nah. For real, black people's gonna buy Skechers?
2: Man, look, Kanye, he probably like on one end, you know, he was selling shit that was clearly not affordable to the average black person. Like that easy shit, expensive as hell, bro. Like, maybe he was trying to, I don't know, man. Kanye is weird, bro. Like, Kanye weird, bro. That's all I'm going to say, man.
1: That's
2: your man. Nah, I ain't gonna say that's my man. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, a wild boy, man. Like, <laughs> like it, It's just certain things you just stay away from, bro. Like that George Floyd situation, bro. Like he should have just stayed away from it, bro like it came out of nowhere like I would have if he would have just left his attention on that it's like to me he made he made not only black people angry but he of course he made the Jews angry and like the black people the only people that kind of like was supporting your your craziness at the end of the day to a degree like. Kanye woke like most black people that that rocked with him was just saying they woke and blah blah blah. But it's like now you say that shit like George Floyd was just on fentanyl. You know what I'm saying? He, barely, he about he barely sank the knee on his neck. Like that's crazy, Kanye. Like he, you just you just don't know when to stop, bro. Like Kanye don't know when to stop but I'm trying to find oh, this man is crazy bro like he I, I pray he gets some help
1: see I, don't, he I, do, don't, I know last week I came up here and I shouted mental health mental health mental health right now I think it was literally just a business decision. It, it's Cam Newton not jumping on the fumbled ball in the Super Bowl because five Broncos was about to jump on the same ball, and who the fuck wants to be at the bottom of that dog pile? Like that's all this is to me for yay.
2: This man Kanye right here. This is what he say. see <laughs> now for Roxy Washington. And Roxy Washington alone. I gave $2 million out of my pocket for the family to help George's daughter, your daughter. I can guarantee that most of those that came for me after my comments didn't do what I did. Facts. Even though with millions of dollars in the bank, how much did Black Lives Matter give? Many gave words. I acted. Now, because of words, you want to sue me for $250 million. When I'm going through an economic leech, lynching, a digital lynching, a social credit score bankrupting. you're either being controlled or you're being greedy. But you better get you some business <laughs> for God get mad. This how you try to. This how you try someone who was there for your family. You would never get that money from no one else. God don't like ugly. Look at your motherfucking hat. Your hat ugly. You know how I feel about an ugly ass hat. To the the Floyd family, I apologize to you and the black community for my comments on drink trips humbly. Now come get Roxy before she messes up y'all money. The Bible is the umbilical cord. Stay connected.
1: (laughs) Nah, that's gotta be from a parody account, bro. I promise you that's gotta be from a, the Bible is the umbilical cord? Stay connected? <laughs> is this nigga still working on his his gospel album? Like, that's bars.
2: Kanye is crazy, bro. He said, nah. you know how I feel about an ugly ass hat.
1: <laughs> nah, and I felt that because I feel the same way about ugly hats. I'd be like, Ooh. he's crazy, bro. Nah, I was about to cape for this nigga and say like, yo, this nigga was just doing all this crazy shit to get out of these bad deals he signed But no, he's still crazy, crazy Bad deal on the table or not, he's still crazy, crazy Anytime a black person has told you, you better get some business Nothing good has come before or after that statement These are facts. These
2: are facts.
1: It's only a stunt when somebody says, You better get you some business because they basically saying you don't have any. (laughs) (laughs) And if you did have business, if you did have some business, it it doesn't equate to the level of business that I have. You understand? Like, it's only a stunt.
2: Damn,
1: the Floyd family going out sad, bro.
2: But you know, I don't know if you seen Steven Jackson' uh, little post. He kind of addressed the shit because he—that's how I know it's kind of real because he addressed this post in particular. He was like, "Man, Roxy don't care nothing about no hat. Need to do us or some shit." He was like, basically that—that like, they divided to the family, like. Roxy got her own lawyers and the the George Floyd mama and them got their own lawyers and shit. So it's not like he was like that money didn't uh, $2 million didn't didn't go directly to George Floyd uh, baby mama basically. Like she got partial of that money. You know what I'm saying? It was like split up.
1: I mean, and Steven Jackson can with him. Yes. So I'm always listening to him, but I just, I mean, I don't know. Yay, yay, yay! is a wild boy. Oh, he's super wild. I don't think any, I think when we do our who had the best year of 2022 for the World is Yours podcast, I think Ye going to win. <laughs> He might have the same amount of money in his bank account that I have at the time that we do that podcast. I still think he might win best year. Or at least the nasty award for the year. Because that's nasty work, bro.
2: No, no doubt.
1: Fucking hey.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what he's going to do, man. That's kind of... He he is going through a lot right now. A lot of it's self-inflicted, too, but... It's kind of hard to feel sorry for a motherfucker that's a billionaire and now he like just like an 800,000... 800 millionaire. Like, who gives a fuck? A he, fuck went
1: really. from a, he went from a billionaire to a thousandaire? Like, damn. <laughs> That's my tough, shit, look, I I I I went from a thousand air to a to a hundred air, and that should hurt my feelings. So I I get it. But in controversy, I I gotta bring it up because we a podcast. We talked about we talked about male podcast breakups before, and. One of, one of my new favorite podcasts, I don't even think this shit's been out for a year yet, maybe like six, eight months, has been rocking. Uh, Math Hoffa's podcast, he was a battle rapper, famous mm-hmm. for punching somebody mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle of a battle rap, which, which I always had questions about, and I don't know if I've watched enough of his content to where he's answered this. But I saw the battle rap and the shit the guy said wasn't disrespectful.
2: It wasn't about that, though. It was the, the hat touching his face. The mm. hat kept touching the face. The, the brim of his hat. And, and that's why Math kept telling him, like, back up, Joe. Like, back the fuck up. You keep hitting me with your brim.
1: So we back to house rules. Just like the dice game. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. Full yeah, circle. Was,
2: that shit come full circle. True.
1: So, Math Hoffa's got a podcast. He's got some co-hosts. Really good content, uh, especially as of late. I mean, he interviewed Tony Ayo, and I know Tony Ayo is uh, creating his own podcast, his own content platform, but Tony Ayo is a personality. Whenever I see Tony Ayo doing an interview, I stop and watch it because there's so much G Unit shit, 50 shit, and it's always entertaining because Tony Ayo is an entertaining guy. But the word is that Math was offered $3.1 million for shit. himself. Shit. So the deal is just for him, just for Mav Hoffa. So that means it's his job to divvy up money to the crew. Well, his crew got wind of this about a month ago, and he said it's not true. Nobody offered him any money, (laughs) but (laughs) A month ago his crew didn't believe that was true, so they stopped coming to work. Mm. The fucking the fucking engineer, the editor, the editor sending this nigga text like, yo fam, I'm not putting out no more episodes unless you pay me 250k. (laughs) Like niggas is blackmailing him. You feel me? some of his co-hosts have contracts with him and they started their own podcast which is a breach of the contract that they have with him and they Mm -hmm. now return to his text messages so i thought this was funny another podcast host who has experienced a male podcast breakup joe budden called him and (laughs) He kind of poke fun at him for about twenty minutes on live on a podcast, and I'm la- I can't stop laughing. The whole shit is hilarious to me. But my question is: Is this what money do?
2: Ah. Uh. I would say obviously yeah right mm-hmm. but I don't think it has to do it but I just think it does do it like I, I honestly it just it's just the way it's just the way the game is you know uh, the money Always, you know, is going to be a factor. Now, I don't know, like, if math personally wasn't paying them. You know, they could just be saying they they wasn't getting paid, but they probably could have been getting paid, maybe just not what they thought they was deserving the whatever. But the money do change people sometimes for the good but mostly for the bad like that's just the reality
1: uh, i want i want to say this right now boo up i know we've said it jokingly in the past go go <laughs> <Yo. laughs> Go, go to, to start your own podcast if you want, man. <laughs> uh, I'll lose money just to go to court for somebody to say, yo, you, you're not even supposed to have a podcast, bro. You, you breach, you would breach a contract. This nigga just spent half a mil to to make a hundred thousand dollars to tell you to stop, like. That that's on gang on, on phone now. All the <laughs> gangs, all right. But I I get it, but I don't get it. I get it because if I'm your co host and I'm a part of the reason why you popping, why niggas offered you money, then I'm gonna feel for lack of better words, I'm going to feel entitled to some of that money, right? Yeah. But if you sit down with me and you say, like, hey, it's an offer on the table for me. If niggas come through an offer, boo-wop, an offer today, I'm not going to say, well, I need I need 60%, and he can get 40 because they offered you the deal for a reason. True. What I will do, I'll try and monetize or quantify my value in the company. Boo up. I deserve 30% because I do these 20 things. Mm -hmm. You only want to pay me 10%. Well, pick 10 things off this list, and that's what I'm going to do moving forward. And that other 10 things, that's your responsibility to deal with now. You understand what I'm saying? But if you take the money and you locked into a contract, niggas got to pay you. It's your job to keep the value up, to keep the content value up of of what you're putting out. And they'll probably put somebody in front of you that can do those 10 things I'm not willing to do. And then that just comes out of your pocket and not mine. And that time comes out of their budget, their time budget and not mine. And I'm happy and you happy. <laughs> and if and if niggas come to you and say, yo, fam, we offered you the deal. You got to find a way to pay these niggas out of the money we gave you. And you lowball me. Now the task is yours. To find somebody that can bring what I bring to the table for lesser money. Mm. But it's plenty of that out there. That's the thing. Like it's not it's not a buyer's market no more. The podcasting game, the content game is not a buyer's market.
2: It's definitely not.
1: But that shit was crazy to me. I thought it was funny. I laughed probably for two hours over the weekend. And I literally said, like, how can I go out here and talk about this shit in an entertaining way? and also let niggas know like you can't go start your own shit like no that's not happening in 2023 (laughs) (laughs) like i want a piece of that too but i can't do that you know what i'm saying but 2023 i want everybody to know if you heard this voice on the world is yours podcast they are on contract and any freelance work that happens oh man oh man it's like a 360 deal like when lil yachty got the sprite commercial and he woke up and looked at his sprite commercial check and he saw that his record label i think it was like def jam or some shit took like 75 percent of his sprite check but he went and got the sprite check on his own without def jam like that's the 360 rapper deal. I'm putting niggas in 360 podcast deals. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm I'm gonna be the J Prince of Podcast. <laughs> not not puffy, because I think Puffy sweet money out here. Uh, even though Mace has been out here on a on a tirade going hard, I still think Puff is sweet money out here. But Puff said the coolest shit ever in an interview on the Breakfast Club. He was just like, Yeah, uh, if I owe you money, go get receipts. <laughs> and I was just like, ooh, that's a good challenge. And then Mace got on the internet and he was just like, Biggie dead. Black Rob dead. G. Depp in jail. Craig Mack dead. Who's got receipts? And I was like, damn. Mm. Well played, Sean Combs. Well played. Sean <laughs> <laughs> can't come back to the States. He's the fucking, <laughs> he's the fucking president of Belize or some shit. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Like, damn, that's crazy. All the niggas you stole money from can't even come, like, fight for their rights. Word.
2: That's
1: facts, though. It's hard out here, bro. It's crazy, crazy times.
2: No, that's... No bullshit.
1: Back back to back to basketball. I think this young man might be and this is me being gracious. I think this young man might be top 10 out of all Canadians to ever gain love and fame in the states. Stephen Stephen Albert Nash. He was terminated today. Why do you call him Albert? <laughs> <laughs> he don't look like Albert.
2: You're fucking crazy. <laughs> <This one.
1: laughs> he don't look like an Albert, bro. I mean,
2: <clears throat> hey.
1: Oh, I was close. I was close.
2: Yeah, you, you uh, was close, man. St-
1: St- Stephen John Nash. I was mad. Hey, I was more Caucasian with the Albert. But look, Stephen John Nash was terminated today, seven games into the season. Is this good for Steve or bad for Steve?
2: Well I gotta say it's probably bad. I mean when you uh When you get the team that he got, you know, it's a lot of pressure, obviously. But I just think he just wasn't a good coach. Like, fuck the pressure. You're just not a good coach. That don't mean you don't understand basketball. Like, I think. He understands basketball better than Doc Rivers, but I think Doc Rivers is the better coach. He's too fucking nice. Like I don't know if that's the Canadian thing, but I do when he got that tech that last game. I said they they he already know he's going to get fired. Like, at this point, he gots to know he's going to get fired, probably. It's just the way he was, like, acting.
1: I think they had a conversation with him before the season started, and I think they told him, like, yo, if, if shit don't start off great, because this whole pandemic ban for Kyrie, that shit's out the window. So you got Kyrie, you got Ben, and you got Kevin Durant. If this shit don't start off good, it's over for you. So do what you need to do. Now, I also believe a nigga like Ben ain't helping him in any way shape or form. Oh no. Ben is yeah, still man. not Ben is still not happy or willing to play professional basketball. Not at all. And he says it with every possession. I think uh, last night, this nigga on a fast break, bro, a fast break, a steal in a fast break, one on three. He's ahead of two defenders. He's got one defender on his hip, and that defender is like 6'3". You feel me? Ben Simmons is a smooth 6'9", 6'10", maybe even 6'11", with sneakers on. No doubt. This nigga's running. He hits the free throw line. The nigga on his hip swipes at the ball. Ben Simmons basically cradles the ball and runs away from the basket. I never seen no shit like this in my life. The niggas airballing layups. Ben Simmons. <laughs> ben Simmons is the disgruntled version of Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah.
2: Safe to say, I mean, <laughs> I, I, this guy, man, is when I when I look at Ben Simmons, bro, <clears throat> the talent that's that that that's oozing from this guy. But you know, word around the block is that Udoka is supposed to be the Celtics' new head coach. I mean the, the, the Nets new we had coach speaking of the Nets they just lost
1: <laughs> Jesus <laughs> yo but why is Doka the next coach because I thought we wasn't fucking with this nigga because he was fucking everybody in the building men and women um Apparently not. Are we lifting the suspension so that he can come fuck Brooklyn men and women? Um
2: again it's tough to say because it's like on one end I don't have a problem with the shit. Like, because I don't really see, like, I don't know what he fucking allegedly did or didn't do type shit. Like, I just think uh, they're looking at it as a uh, Brooklyn looking at it like Well, you know, it seemed like some Brooklyn shit to do. Fuck it. Let's just say that. Like, they messy as hell anyway. Like, fuck it. Let's bring in the messy head coach, you know. And everybody got, like, a redemption story. But I guess they're saying, like, because Umi coach was the assistant coach, I guess, for Ben Simmons one year in Philly. And I guess that was the year Ben had his best defensive year. So they're saying that he can unlock Ben's defensive abilities again. But I don't think that's the problem. Like, I don't think a coach can fix Ben Simmons, honestly. I think Ben Simmons has to want to be fixed or allow himself to be fixed in order for it to, like go down that way for me <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> I, I the only thing that I can think of is really just no expectations. And there's no more of a no-expectation situation than playing in Brooklyn next to Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Like, it don't get no more, we don't really fucking need you than that. Unless he, like, went to Golden State or some shit, right? (laughs) Because, like, that's the definition of we don't need you, nigga. We literally won. No, we're... But this nigga, Udoka, going to Brooklyn is going to be great for Brooklyn if they can fucking hit the ground running. And he's the coach that can do it. He managed big personalities and a bunch of hoes in Boston. So if he can do, like, 70% of that, that means they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Even if they lose, he's going to keep his job Word. because that's further than they've ever been. You feel me? No, but I, <coughs> I just fucking <coughs> this nigga Ben Simmons, bro. I promise you, this is his last contract.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is it, last contract. He's
1: done. He. This is the fucking the NFL version of the first running back contract. It's fire. It's 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 super high. We're gonna run you to death. Thirty, thirty-five, thirty-five attempts a game. Ricky Williams in Miami. You feel and and after that shit's over, hey, hey man, we got the younger, better version of you. You can go though. Thanks, thanks for your service. Like, it's over for this nigga. And I don't think he's going to be fucked up in the game about it because he sued Philly. He got an undisclosed amount of money back from what they took from him in Philly. And I think right now he's just out there on some shit like, I'm going to go out here and show you niggas I can win but I just don't want to contribute to the winning. I don't want to get too many highlights because then y'all niggas are going to expect it. Then Kyrie's going to take a day <laughs> off or Kevin Durant's going to take a day off. We're going to look like the the East, East Coast version of the Clippers. You feel me? Like, hey, you got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And, yeah, you do, but Kawhi Leonard ain't fucking playing and Paul George is fucking... Playoff P.
2: True. This is true. I mean, I don't know, man. Your boys is looking bad too, right now. Who? The the light skin brigade.
1: The the beige the beige is gone?
2: Yeah, they down three to Miami right
1: now. No, but it's Miami. Miami's a serious threat in in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> My nigga, it's November. You know the Warriors ain't worried about no game in November. They not worried about no game in November that's not nationally televised. The Warriors ain't worried about playing basketball until the Christmas.
2: Right, once day. We get it.
1: We just we we had uh we had Jordan Poole throw like four assists to Draymond Green. That was difficult because Draymond Green hadn't scored eight points in one game in like seven years. And we, we forced it. that to happen so everybody would stop talking about this fucking rabbit punch. Mm-mm. That's what that was. Baby steps, baby steps. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Baby steps. We just got out. We just got off the front line, talking about this punch. Next, Charles Barkley's talking about Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's crying in the press conference like a hoe. I know you've seen that shit. And he didn't even say nothing like terrible. Like he didn't even well, know I'm say damn.
2: damn. <laughs> he didn't even say shit other than like it just hurts, man. It just hurts, you know. I, I was out for two freaking years, man. Can I get some time back? Like I felt through, though. Like, but like I think like a lot of athletes sometimes get upset at these players, retired players now, because they feel like, yeah, you're kind of overdoing it. You're kind of pushing a narrative. And I disagree a little bit. Like, they're only calling it how they see it for the most part. They're not – I'm not saying everyone. Some are doing it to go viral and to stay relevant. But a lot of them, like Charles Barkley to me, just really believe what he believes. Like, It's no, nobody influencing his decision other than him. You know what I'm saying? So I just think like when it, when Barkley say something like that's the last guy I would take like some type of not necessarily not hear you or not pay attention to you, but not like think of you as this typical Dude, that's trying to go viral. Cause that's to me, that's not who Barkley is.
1: Now I'm not letting no nigga with no rings talk bad about me, and I got four. I got four rings, I'm not letting no nigga with no rings talk bad about me.
2: But it don't matter. Like all time, he not fucking with Barkley. Still with the four rings. <clears throat> He can get five. He not fucking with Barkley.
1: And then niggas just got signed on for like 10 more years. Well, shout we're out done. to them. Shout out to Inside the NBA on TNT. 10-year deal, 200 mil. I think, I don't know if all of them got the same deal. I just know that's what Charles' deal was looking like. And they were scared Charles was going to leave to go do some... Uh, Golf commentary on Tiger Woods little channel So they they get that nigga Charles 200 Over 10 years little do they know and and maybe they do know because it's public But Charles lost like fucking 20 mil in a bad summer in Vegas Damn. You know what I'm saying like Charles gambles All these rich niggas gamble, and when I go gamble, I feel like I'm one of them. Like, Mayweather Mayweather was beefing with the IRS. He owed the IRS, like, $63 million. But before his beef with the IRS, he was out here gambling on boxing matches and gambling on football games and shit. And I'm like, damn, Floyd, like... Really got it. And then when I saw his beef with the IRS, I'm like, oh, Floyd about to go fight a fucking bear in a cage match. And that's exactly what happened. He fought, who did he fight? Victor Ortiz, the nigga that busted his lip and he knocked him out after the headbutt? Mm. Yeah, he did that shit because he owed the IRS. And that's why he was so firm and getting that knockout because I got to get the fuck out this ring, my nigga. Like, I'm not even getting none of this money. I got to get out the ring.
2: Man, he fucked Victor Ortiz up, though. Nice. <laughs> Cleaned his ass right up.
1: Keep your hands up at all times, man. Like When the shit first happened, I'm like, this nigga Floyd's scared. He dirty. That was a whole move. But Every time I watch a boxing match, and they go through the rules at the beginning, keep your hands up at all times. Break when I say so. Do blah blah blah. <laughs> Ten count, no standing eight counts. Like they go through all the rules, and I'm like, damn, this shit is embedded in these niggas. They know more than me that if you in this ring, keep your fucking hands up. Don't approach no nigga. Another grown man at that for a hug in the middle of a fight. And the ref ain't standing in between you. Uh, In sad boxing news, sad boxing news, Jake Paul on Saturday Fought my nigga Anderson Silva. Yeah, it's sad. Uh, Well, Anderson Silva's black. Or black descent. He's tan. He's got a year-round tan. Let's go with that. I think he might be like Brazilian or some shit. Uh, He's definitely Brazilian. (laughs) (laughs) So Anderson Silva, a 47-year-old young man. Uh got into the ring I, with and I not like
2: you chill. I not like you chill.
1: Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. It was only the strong. He was like the nigga on only the strong. Ba na na wee. Ba na na wee ba na you seen that shit or is it just me? Just you. But uh <laughs> 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 if y'all got cable or the internet, go watch Only The Strong. Talk about it in the comment thread. It's a fire movie. Niggas was doing Capoeira. He took Capoeira to the hood of Chicago, I believe. See, you gotta know shit that happened in your backyard, bro.
2: I do, but I just don't know that shit. What the fuck is it?
1: Only The Strong. So this nigga... Uh... Mark Dacascas or somebody, he went to a neighborhood in Chicago. He took a bunch of bad kids from school, and he taught them Capoeira. And none of them should know Capoeira because it's like a country white boy, uh, another Brazilian guy whose brother was in the gang. It's just a bunch of misfits. And he taught them Capoeira. And... One the big brother of one of the guys in in the class was this big gang member. And he was like, Yo, my little brother's gonna sell drugs. And mm. he was just like, Nah, your little brother's gonna graduate high school. He can do what he wants to do. Nah, he don't need no diploma. He needs to sell drugs for me. And that was their beef. Mm. Because drug dealers back then didn't think like you needed education makes sense I mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving it just just do like I gotta watch this shit again and I'll give it my standard no kidding review like I did Game of Thrones and Dragon of Thrones right. uh, but just know only the strong fire movie Uh, so the Paul brother fights this old nigga who's been out the game for like two, three years. Like, Sylvain did UFC. What Number one, he hasn't done UFC in two or three years. And the last time he did UFC, he got duffed out like three matches straight. Something crazy. Like He's 50 fucking years old, though, man. But he wasn't 50 when he retired.
2: He, he was, was like, like 43.
1: He was like 40. Hell he retired man. like two he retired like two, three years ago. He 46 right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So he was 43, but the nigga should have retired at 40. Agreed? But he was he was chasing the check because Dana White fucks all his fighters. So he was chasing the check. He all kept of coming it. back. Majority. Who don't he fuck? He Connor McGregor? Yeah, Connor. Cause, Cause, he knew he was getting some of that Floyd money. Yeah,
2: I mean that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's certain guys he didn't fuck. I don't think he fucked Chuck Liddell. It is a business. Like I ain't saying it's right, but it is a business. It's like I, I used to say that the, the UFC just is not a sport that that like black people as a whole fuck with. So like John Jones, don't nobody, ain't no you know, Caucasians like fans of John Jones. They want to see him fight but they not showing that they want to see him fight. They like, it's more so they want to see him lose.
1: We want to see him fight but we're not paying for it. Exactly. But that's That's typical black community. We holler support black businesses, but we don't go to none. And then when when our friend has a black business, we ask for the hookup.
2: Mm -hmm. And by the hookup, we mean free.
1: (laughs) One hundred percent. Hey, if you're a black business out there, you want to support the World is Yours podcast, reach out to me. I'll pay you full freight, but there's some shit I need with the logo on it I need some lighters oh, I need wow. an ashtray And some hoodies <laughs> You know what I'm saying I'll pay for freight If this is your specialty Let a nigga know Reach right. out to me I'll pay for it But I just I have specific needs I need the logo on it I need the QR the QR code on that hoe mm-hmm. Uh and and I need you to like, comment, and subscribe on, on the Apple podcast page and stop being the hoe. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so UFC is mad expensive, $70 a pay-per-view. You're not going to draw black people in with that.
2: Nope, especially with a bunch of fighters they ain't never heard of.
1: Four round fights Three minutes around. Usually niggas get knocked out in the first round You're not going to get A lot of viewers off of that I'll go somewhere where this is Playing but I'm not Paying for it and this is What streaming has done To the entertainment Industry is fucks up the numbers Because the bar Bought the pay-per-view That's one sale but it's two hundred people in this bar watching the same pay per view. Mm-hmm. So either Good businesses Lord. get smarter, or Dana White put out <clears throat> put out a bunch of motherfuckers that's gonna have four round draws and fucking late submissions, but no early knockouts. And black people, we not technical. So you put a nigga in an arm bar, I'm just sitting there yelling at the TV, like yo fam, you wanna let him do your arm like that?
2: I ain't come to watch no WWE. <laughs> yeah.
1: Couldn't be me, my nigga. Couldn't be me, my nigga. My arm bar, you can't even bar my arm, my nigga. I'm I'm impervious.
2: You know, black people, man, they—they uh, they, they think Jake that wrestling. wrestling. They call that wrestling. You say you got what? That
1: shit is one hundred percent wrestling.
2: <laughs> Jake,
1: Jake Paul got one point five mil. Anderson Silva got five hundred.
2: Yeah, that's all Anderson getting too. <laughs> <laughs> I had to feed my family.
1: Give us free. Uh but C. Anderson did that shit because he'd been out the game so long. He was hoping that he could win and get to 1.5 and really ride off into the sunset with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that was that's that's retirement goals. Of course he didn't achieve it. But is Jake Paul the draw? Like, are, are the Paul brothers, as a, as a unit, they're the draw, right? On Thriller, on Showtime, whatever platform. Absolutely. These custom matches, six rounds, eight rounds, whatever, whatever. They're the draw, right? Absolutely.
2: Because it's, now, they get, they get the obvious support of their own, but then they get the support that people want to pay to see them lose. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 like they they winning on all angles. They can't miss. See I
1: think
2: it's good business when, when 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 white people love and hate you. That gotta be a hell of a check. Cause see his own kind hate him, some. Like
1: see, I think it's gotta be a part of like I know I know they're the fucking draw, but the Logan brothers if you go back and you look at, like, their their origin story, like, they was just some regular-ass content creators on YouTube and TikTok and shit.
2: It came from the and, Disney Channel.
1: Yeah, that too. Disney Channel. And then it turned into, hey, look at us. We're not Disney Channel guys. We... Do prank videos and hey, look, we can cuss and we can we have this big house and we have all this free time. And then it turned into somebody challenging them to fight. And then the nigga found a gym somewhere. And they had a fight. And it was like, oh fam, you know how much money we made off of this fight? And then Nate Robinson happened. Like this shit escalated super quick. (laughs) because when Nate you're thinking like that was like two years ago when Nate got knocked out it wasn't during Black History Month so like I'll let it slide got
2: his ass dropped
1: I'll let it slide it didn't happen during Black History Month like thank God but it was still hurtful
2: I mean it was bad though. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't no way around that shit. That shit was bad, man. Cause it was like, I'm thinking like Nate finna fuck him up. It's Nate Robinson, He he might not be an animal. Like, I mean, for the most part, he was solid in the NBA. But it's just like, he five six five seven whatever. Like, it's only so much he could do against, you know. Alpha, the true alpha man of the planet or whatever in basketball. But like, Jake Paul, this Disney kid, I used to beat his ass. Gave his ass the motherfucking
0: fop, fop, fop,
1: fop, fop, fop. Oh, (laughs) that might have been, that might have been the first Trilla who whopped the bam
2: Because Locked
1: it was it was a three-hit combo and that last hit I think he was done after hit number two But he Real. like fell into hit number three Rock that I haven't seen a knockout that brutal since Manny Pacquiao got knocked out against Juan Manuel Marquez mm-hmm. Like, that's how bad the Nate shit was. But it was worse because he's not even a professional fighter. Like, he's a regular nigga like me and you. hmm
2: Well, he's not regular, regular, though, because he is an athlete. So he's I mean, having but this, this. But you're you an athlete. Kind
1: of you're an athlete. If you got yeah, parked like that, if you got parked like that, it's going to be entertaining for the world to see.
2: Like, I'm a smoke lead.
1: <laughs> Get
2: my ass. I'm not fighting no athlete. I was just talking about that shit, bro. Like, bro, an athlete, at, like, I ain't saying Nate is still in the same shape he once was. I'm pretty sure he still worked out. He looked at pretty damn in shape in the fight before the fight started. Like, yeah, Nate looked good. But, bro, I'm just saying, like, that's a motherfucker that still worked out in shape. I ain't signing up to fight no nigga that's in shape, in shape, bro. Like, it's only, you You ever, like, I don't know when the last time you fought. The last time I fought was about four years ago. Bro, I ain't know how tired I was to, and the fight was two minutes. <laughs> I'm talking about everything hurting on me. Winded. Winded. Hurting. <laughs>
1: You thought <laughs> fought 20
2: minutes, bro. But it's like the adrenaline tire you out for one. Because you, you, you're too damn old to be fighting. <laughs> so the adrenaline alone, once you get that, it's like it suck all the energy. You, you know what I'm saying? Once it wear off, it just suck it all out your ass. So It's like, man, I was beat, bro. Like super beat. Like I didn't even like lose the fight. Nothing like that. It was just the fact of it you out of shape like when you out of shape two minutes in a in a serious fight where you thinking and being physical oh yeah like so i don't even want to imagine being in the ring with no type of real athlete like unless he a baseball player or some shit.
1: dog i i have a i have a list in my wallet today <laughs> And it's five athletes that I wake up prepared oh, shit. to go toe-to-toe with. Name them. You want my five?
2: I want your five, this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one <of> this shit. <laughs> this is DJ World Premiere. The world is yours. We are entering my top five athletes who can get the smoke whenever. Number one on the list. The rest are in no order, but number one on the list. Wardell, Stephen Curry. But you're a fucking
2: Golden State Warriors fan.
1: you fucking right I am. Why you want
2: to fuck Steph up?
1: Because that nigga think it's nice out here. He think is he think that three-point turnaround before this shit hit the net? He think that shit's sweet. He needs to be humble.
2: And you and you you the motherfucker at the same time want him to hit the shot, but want to fuck him up for doing it.
1: Correct. This because shit's crazy. It, it don't sit the same if a Cavaliers fan do it. Because he walks away from the ass whooping and he says, "It's just a Cavs fan." Oh, I took I took that personally. Now he's dropping eighty on the Cavs fans every time he sees him. It's the Lakers. It's the Grizzlies. Like he's gonna if it's an opposing team fan, he's not gonna take that ass whooping serious. What hurts you more, the ass whooping you got from your parents? or the ass whooping you got from the neighbors. <laughs> you feel me? On yep. phone now? That, on that's phone on now. gang. That's on gang. <laughs> 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 that's on gang. Another athlete that's going to catch these hands on sight. And I don't know if he still qualifies as an athlete, but he's still catching these hands, bro. Peyton Manning. (laughs) Is that not athlete enough because it's Peyton Manning?
2: Why do you want to fuck a Peyton Manning, bro?
1: I really feel like the Mannings are racist, bro. Damn. Behind closed doors, when the cameras off, I really feel like they say "nigger" with the ER. Damn! Look at their faces. Look at his big <laughs> ass forehead. Like when he's and then he did some. Uh, he had a sex charge in Tennessee. Like I, I think he's old ass woman.
2: Damn this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next nigga, you already know who you already know who number three is, bro. I you already, already know
2: who,
1: you already know who number three is. It's Tom Brazy.
2: So two of the top five quarterbacks.
1: <laughs> Hands. Jesus. Hands. I want to see Tom Brady call the audible when I step up to him and I get him in my stance. And I put and I get my pressure on the back leg. And I just start pivoting on this nigga and circling him like Tekken. Like, I want to see him get cerebral. Uh, But Tom Brady, he knows he owes me the fade. (laughs) He knows he owes me the fade because after he beat the Saints, he bought his kids on the field in New Orleans and asked Drew Brees to play catch with his kids. Especially now that this nigga's going through a divorce and he don't even give a fuck about his kids. And he had them niggas playing catch with my quarterback on my field after he dogged us out. That nigga owes me the fade, bro. You gotta relax. That nigga Tommy (laughs) owes me the fade. Number four on the list. <laughs> Number four on the list, Kawhi Algernon Leonard. <laughs> What'd he do? That fucking laugh, bro. <laughs> that fuck, <laughs> And that fucking hitting that shot with the Raptors on the Sixers with his tongue out. And well. beating and and beating the Warriors after after Clay tore his fucking every ligament in his leg and KD tore uh, already torn ACL. He Kawhi Leonard, like, I I want your fade, Kawhi Leonard. If we was in California, I'd say I want your wobble, nigga. Like, mm-hmm. I want I want smoke. Go back to episode. I think it's like thirty six or thirty eight on this pod channel. I want to smoke. I my first I want smoke was with Kawhi Leonard, and he's an active athlete and he looks pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> I might take the L on that, but I still I I want that niggas fade, bro. Well, that boy gonna
2: steal off you from Virginia with them long ass <laughs> arms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that motherfucker, man. The, Look
1: with the straight bags.
2: Look, man. Good luck with that one. <laughs> that's the
1: only one I'm shaky about, bro. That's I'm the sad. only one. I'm, that's the only one I'm shaky about. And top five, but he's not five, bro.
2: Please don't say
1: nothing crazy. To this. <laughs> <laughs> and I know this nigga's still an athlete because I seen I've seen him, Lance Armstrong. Okay. Lance, Lance Armstrong we gotta go hands up and I'm not into bicycling and I didn't buy the little yellow live strong bracelet but I've seen enough of those in the streets and he went on Oprah he went on Oprah with the with the freeze dried nut hmm he had his nut. The same shit they did to Han Solo in Star Wars 2, where they froze him and the copper shit. They did that to Lance Armstrong's testicle after they took the cancer off of it. He went to Oprah, my baby Oprah, and took her on a tour of the crib with the. Whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa. Did you say my baby Oprah?
1: Yeah, everybody. Knows. <laughs> everybody knows how I give it up with Oprah,
2: bro. What are
0: you talking about?
1: Red shirt, Zaddy, I hear you, fam. Yo, are we? <laughs> yo, hold on, fam. Are we Eskimo brothers? Like, did you beat down Oprah? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh shit. Me no. and Boo Up is it's not just growth and development with him, ladies and gentlemen. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. He's also a member of the Harpo gang. He's also on the staff. Yeah, nah. Nah. Don't don't disrespect Oprah, bro.
2: Ain't no disrespect to Oprah, man, but it's just like nah. That ain't that ain't in old boo wop repertoire there.
1: You're not gonna be
2: beat Oprah. her? Nah I beat Oprah,
1: bro. Like you're not beating Oprah, dog. Yo, I'm shut this whole shit down tonight. We don't have to buy it no more. You're not beating Oprah. I'm not talking Oprah. color purple Oprah. I'm not talking color purple over, bro. Oprah, bro.
2: I'm Oprah talking is Silk, like,
1: Silk Press.
2: Bro, Oprah is like 70 fucking years old. I'm not beating that, bro. I'm not beating that. If I was... Nah, I ain't beating that, bro. I can't. ladies am afraid gentlemen, of what that look like, bro.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, don't take advice on women. <laughs> from a nigga who still watches Sarah J but won't beat Oprah down. <laughs> All right. He still watches Sarah J. She's in his search history, ladies and gentlemen. If you know, you know. The original, the original Juno's Mars. Sarah J, adult entertainer.
2: Oh, my God. I knew that's what we was talking about. I'm done.
1: <laughs> yeah, see? See? It's in his search history, y'all. I'm done. But, but he won't support Black black Coochie like Oprah Winfrey? Hmm. Hmm. Couldn't, couldn't be my co-host. What's what he say? You thought I was feeling you? <laughs> she got a true foe too. <laughs> that might be my and Sarah James offspring. What is she? Twenty five? <laughs> I probably beat Sarah J twenty five years ago, dog. Like that might be my child. Yeah,
2: and you're a savage, bro. <laughs>
1: Yo, I'm shocked. This nigga said he wouldn't beat Oprah. Like
2: man, look, man.
1: And I took that. I I, I
2: I can't see it, man. Like, I just can't see it, man. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna sign up for it at all. Like, I'm gonna be trying to do that thing, but you feel me. When it come to that, I'm gonna be just like, man. You sure you don't want a feet, uh foot massage? But <laughs> well, we talking hey.
1: about we talking about silk press Oprah. We not talking about Nappy Fro Oprah. This ain't Viola Davis. You know what I'm saying? This is Oprah dog. Yeah. I'm gonna have to, yo, know, check your text thread. I'm sending you the Oprah <laughs> Highlight Reel. <laughs> <laughs> If you wouldn't beat Oprah, I want to know why. you know what I'm saying. If you got comments about not beating Oprah, please put it in the tech. please put it in the podcast thread. We need to know why you wouldn't beat Oprah because I think y'all are looking at the wrong stage of Oprah's career. Like if we're talking on network Oprah, she only loses points because she keeps giving Tyler Perry money everything else she do is great. And I know Oprah's mad nasty. I know she nasty, bro.
2: She smoked crack.
1: <laughs> she smoked crack.
2: Hey, bro. All power to you, man. All power to you, man. I'm, I am I would throw you an alley oop on that one.
1: If you see Oprah out in them streets, bro, tell her I love her. She she owed me bro. like five. She owed me like five, but just tell her I love her. I
2: got you. Don't ever question it. I got you. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, I promise you. I,
1: boo, I, I might man. be Man, this is crazy. Boo might be the first nigga I ever met in my life that was like I wouldn't take her down. I
2: couldn't I can't see it, man. Like I just can't see it. That's all. Are
1: you are you taking down Ricky Lake, bro?
2: Oh man, yeah, I'll take down Ricky. Wow. <laughs>
1: Yo. We have a bunch of other topics to get to. I I might be too distraught to follow through with the rest of the plan, bro. bro. Ricky decent. No, Ricky. Now we talking like the first three seasons of Ricky, or we talking talking like after she hit the treadmill. Yeah, after
2: she definitely hit the
1: treadmill, Ricky. See, I'm beating first three season Ricky. Not, not after that because she was feeling herself too much.
2: This <laughs> was like you and your confidence, love.
1: <laughs> Yo, men are the prize. Like I gotta let Ricky let <clears throat> know, men are the prize.
2: <laughs> you silly,
1: Jenny Jones. She could have it her whole career because she was always TV ready.
2: Yeah, Jenny was decent. Not gonna lie. Not gonna cap jenny was
1: definitely Jenny Jenny was on that shit. I was like, Yo, I don't know what Jenny doing, and I I know she's 50. And this is back in like 93. I was like, I know she's 50. Word, and I and I know those shoulders ain't hers. Those is like that's the business suit, right? Word, but that shit built her stature. I was like, yo, Jenny. Watching you run up and down them stairs to get the microphone in front of the guests, mm. yeah, bet you you doing your thing with the heels on.
2: You looking pretty decent.
1: Tempest Bledsoe. Cosmos. Yeah, Vanessa. What about her? Is she on the list? Vanessa, yeah, I mean, she cool. She had a talk show. She had a talk show. Word. Dog. I I swear, like, every every now and then I'd be like, this nigga Boo-Wop was in these streets, and then sometimes I'd be like, this nigga (laughs) Boo-Wop was inside. I never know with you. Hey, I didn't know she had a show. All these talk shows are filmed in Chicago, bro
2: well some of them i was a shorty photo still man you know i, I mean was i was I
1: was, a, was I was a shorty for tempest blood Souls, right?
2: i mean i'm just saying like like the shows that i remember when i was a shorty was definitely Je- jenny jones uh sally mm. uh, what what's what's the other cat name geraldo uh Montel Fucking um Ricky Lake Jerry Springer obviously and of course Oprah like and Maury like that's like pretty much like the ones I could truly remember.
1: Um, I forgot there's an age difference between us. Yeah, um, Sally. If I ever threw it at Sally, it was because she paid my rent that month.
2: Yeah, you're a savage dizzle. Jesus.
1: Nah, 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 nah. Pay, pay, pay for play. Like, Sally looks like. She'll put you on some really nice accommodations, like a nice hotel where they don't care if you steal the robes. And not only do they have robes in this hotel, but there's also footwear, like they got you some 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 slippers, you feel me? Some terry cloth joints. Where Sally'll put you on a respectable joint like that. She'll leave some money on the nightstand after you get done kiss you on the cheek, let you know when checkout time is. Checkout time isn't that day. It might be like two days later. Hey, hon, checkout time Saturday morning at 11, and it's Wednesday. So you're living. You know what I'm saying? Order yourself, order yourself some room service. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to try and make it back Friday. Hmm. Like, that's how Sally do you. And then she put on the red glass frames. And then she going about her power woman business. Yeah, I'm going to hold myself out for Sally. Sally, if you listening, I'm free on the weekend, Sally. Is she dead?
2: (laughs) I don't think so.
1: We need an intern, bro. Like she was old when I was a kid. Oh, she's like the right now. She's like the white version of Morgan Freeman. I don't even know if that shit is like Yo. <laughs> Yo, <Yeah. laughs> yeah. the world is yours. If Sally Jesse Raphael got that yank, <laughs> I promise you, I'm there's gonna be a ninety minute pod dedicated to her. Bro
2: sally was like in how do you think she was in 1990
1: in the 90s i think she was like 55 58 because white people age different in
2: 1990 she was 55 years old
1: see i'm good i'm good at this All right,
2: 1990 so, though this one
1: so we what 32 years removed
0: Mm
2: my my nigga. it's the first time sally got married it was in 1953.
1: <laughs> hey yo <laughs> I, I, look i don't care about her bodies bro i'm that different nigga. i don't care about the bodies that she got
2: her first her first her first body probably older than your daddy <laughs>
1: Is Her deep. first marriage older than my this <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> hey Sally, if you still want to treat me to a nice weekend in a nice hotel, hey, hit me. <laughs> hit me, Sally. Now she oh, so she not leaving the room. What you so listening? what?
2: It was what you was eight nineteen
1: ninety? Yeah, I was seven. I was <laughs> Oh my god, bro! Hey,
2: there's no way, bro. Like, like, so let's just hypothetically give you eight more years, and that puts you at ninety eight. She's sixty three, gang.
1: I still would not beat, bro. Like, oh no, no, God. take it back. Take it back to '95. Take it back to '95. How old was you in, in '95? She's sixty. I could. I. I had a chance <laughs> with her. I, I had a chance with her. <laughs> Summer '95. I was sporting my first beard. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Like a full-grown beard, too. Like a truck driver. Like, I had, like, the full, like, the comb, like, freeway. Like a truck driver. So I could have bagged her in 95. I just don't think she would have let my young ass be free in the hotel with room service in 95. Darling, my security will keep an eye on you. Dad, yo, yo Sally, you, you left these niggas to babysit me? <laughs> like, <laughs> so you know you did something wrong. That's why you left the babysitter here. Let me go. Let me call let me call my mama real quick. Real yeah, shit. We, mama. we all finna be paid. My well, mama,
2: aka Johnny.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, Johnny Chocan was alive in ninety-five. Yeah, we could have all got a check. <laughs> Facts. If the dick fit, you must have quit. Like he would have said some cool (laughs) shit. (laughs) Some
2: cool shit. You in it for life, young man? Tortured and and sexually assaulted.
1: (laughs) You know we don't see
2: enough.
1: (laughs) I think she was Jewish too. I think so. She was.
2: Eighty-five years old,
1: man. Stop playing with her name, man. She, hey, she can still get it though. I know she can. She, just put the, just put the blazer on with the shoulder pads, Sal. So. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> talk about Johnny Cochran. I I went back and I rewatched one of my favorite programs, the the true crime, the OJ, OJ story. Oh, that's my shit, bro. Why the fuck? So when I first saw. The casting, I was like, hey, it's gonna be trash. How how the fuck y'all get Cuba Gooden Jr. to be OJ? Fact. After the after the first episode, this nigga literally became OJ to me. <laughs> And watching, seeing the real O.J. in real life, I'm like, Yo, who is this imposter-ass nigga? O.J.
2: made you say that?
1: <laughs> O.J. made me say that about Cuba Good Jr. and how Man. well he, he played that nigga's role. Courtney B. Vance? Hell of an actor. That nigga... Put on a fucking clinic. Him and John Travolta. John Travolta don't get enough play for his role in that joint.
2: Yeah, he stopped too. As a what's dude name? I can't think of his name. Uh but... what is that fucking guy name? Shapiro. Shapiro. Robert Shapiro. Yeah, Robert <laughs> Shapiro.
1: And uh, the nigga from Friends.
2: I was going to say David uh, something. I think his name. But he snapped his Robert Kardashian, too.
1: He killed the Kardashian, nigga. And I had no clue the Kardashians was like, like everybody said, like, oh, yeah, our dad was blah, blah, blah. But like seeing that nigga live in action and going back to when I was a kid watching this shit. Because that's the joint for me is the nostalgia of it because I remember being a kid at home all summer and every channel except for Fox was playing the OJ trial. We talking all day. We talking niggas not showing their daily programming. You watch CBS and they show Wheel of Fortune at 7.00 And fucking Jeopardy at 7.30. Well, guess what, my nigga? We are showing OJ Simpson trial from when you wake up to when you go to bed. There's only a slight break for the news. And the news is just a recap on the OJ trial. Pretty
2: much. It was everywhere.
1: And OJ did that shit. That's the craziest part about the whole thing.
2: You think that I was going to ask you that? That's that's what you got out of that,
1: man. OJ did that shit. He wasn't alone. OJ think, did it. His son. I think it was either OJ and his son, or AC and OJ's son.
2: Me too. I think. I think it was. I think for show. Sure. I think it's O.J.'s son that has something to do with it. Like, for sure. Like, what I'm seeing, I'm thinking it's O.J.'s son.
1: Oh, yeah, he's a common denominator. The only other factor is O.J. or A.C. And that's just because it was so much DNA in the Bronco. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's like, whose Bronco was it? Was it OJ's Bronco or AC's Bronco? And if AC had the same Bronco as OJ, nobody would even notice that this nigga was in somebody else's Bronco because they can't see the VIN number. That's true. Yeah, but OJ did that shit. Like OJ, OJ had a part in that shit. That nigga was in the crib waiting for the fucking... So, like the shit was messy.
2: Yeah, the way it happened, it didn't it didn't it make sense.
1: Nothing made sense. The nigga was in the house and the chauffeur was outside waiting for an hour, right? Knocking on the nigga door, and the nigga didn't show up until an hour later, which right. just happened to be like 20 minutes after Shorty got bodied.
2: Right. Doesn't make any sense. And I i don't know, man. I think it was just I turned to win, but it's like they let us win shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, some shit we even question. <laughs> like, they'll let us win shit that we just like, this shit ain't right. Like, nobody truly felt that. Motherfuckers just wanted OJ to win because he was OJ. He was black. And it wasn't like, in their eyes, he killed the black person. Like, uh y'all just want to say he killed his wife. Black people just like, was caught in the middle.
1: But see, that's where O.J. get a bad rap because O.J. was black on the outside. Nobody had more love from the white community than O.J. at that time. The budget rental car commercial with him running through the airport, jumping over luggage. Doing spin moves past slow walkers, like he took the NFL and he made that shit mainstream with commercials, Naked Gun. Like OJ was that nigga. Like white people loved OJ. They were also in disbelief when he killed this white woman and her new boy toy.
2: No, I agree. They were shocked as well. But they instantly turned on them just like, to me, that's just how that go. Like, I promise you. So I never truly, like, attach myself, quote, unquote, with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard, too. It truly is. It's, like, truly hard to be attached to these people. Caucasians, cause when the shit hit the fan, they will turn on you. And and like they will be cool with you when they think good. But they will really turn on you. Like when the shit hit the fan, they know where to be found. And I just think that that's why OJ, you know, that's why Johnny, he went and got Johnny, cause he seen that shit. Like oh, yeah, I need somebody that's going to make me look like one of the, you know what I'm saying, a brother again. Or like Johnny gave him that that, that motherfucking, gave him his, partially his black card back in my opinion, because he was, he could have been dead in the water if he didn't have had Shapiro on him just by himself. Because from what they were saying, like Shapiro was a a guy that take plea deals.
1: Yeah, that, that was Shapiro's bag. Like, yo, if you hire me, you're not going to be innocent. You're definitely going to be guilty, but you're going to get the least amount of time possible. For sure. And Johnny basically said, hey, all this evidence that's against my man, we got to throw it out the window. Because race. Because race. We got to throw Johnny. this shit out the window because cause Mark Furman said nigger on yeah. tape.
2: Simple. Because
1: simple, this, this cop took the evidence to the crib and went to sleep after working 16 hours. He took the evidence to the crib instead of taking it back to the station. He only slept at the house for six hours, eight hours, and then took the evidence back to the crib. But within that eight hours, who knows what the fuck niggas was doing with this evidence? Like the smallest of technicalities Johnny found that shit, made it racial, and then and said, "Yeah, we can't, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we can't even trust this shit." Yo, Mark Furman, have you ever said nigger? Nope, never said it. Mm-hmm. Bet, bet money you lose your mind when I come in here with a tape of you saying nigger. And Mark Furman's like, "Yo, the tape don't exist." And Johnny didn't know the tape existed at that moment. He just asked it just to ask it because he knew <laughs> he knew it was a lie without knowing it was on tape. Yo, you a white cop in L.A. You're friends with niggas that beat up Rodney King. There's no way you've never said nigger. Yo, Mark Farmer, you ever said nigger? Nope, never <laughs> said it. And Johnny walked away like, damn, we tried, bro. Hey, we tried. And then some shit fell in his lap with Mark Furman saying, "nigger" on tape, man, for 17 hours. He was like, yo, fam, <laughs> judge Edo, <laughs> I don't even want all 17 hours to be administered in court because that shit ain't relevant. I literally just want the two hours of transcript where the nigga said nigger admitted to court because that means he lied. That means all of his testimony about all this good cop shit that he did could be lies. Smoked. Reasonable doubt. Like you wanna talk about playing chess and not checkers. Johnny
2: did it. <laughs>
1: I got I got more faith in Chubby Johnny Cochran than I do. Chubby Luther Vandross, jeez! <laughs> you feel that? <laughs> Yo, that's it. That's who we trust more. That a hey, likes likes over life. Chubby, chubby Johnny Cochran over chubby Luther Vandross. Light like, life over likes over life.
2: No facts.
1: The world is yours. Oh
0: Woke up the morning, can't remember nothing, two bitches just flew in from London two bitches. Nothing I remember, they callin' me daddy, the match was covered in money Went to sleep with my jewelry and chains on, had to wake up and recount the money I got a bitch, she gon' kill for real, Talking about Clyde and Bunny Coot with the kid, cop it, gotcha. pull up with a stick, stop it, stop it. Rich nigga shit, solid, Rich nigga. oh honey, fuck it's Cottage. I go to space with the stars. stars, might smoke a blunt on my pilot Cookie. Saturn, moon, earth, and Mars. Mars. NASA take off with the racket. Half a million on the necklace. Half. Young rich niggas we successful. successful. Say she wanna feel special. She what? And Coco make her feel special. Coco. I kinda honey the better. honey Back in 200 the better. 200. I might go put all my chains on. I just might change up the weather. Change. She pop a perk pussy wetter. Drip. I make the bitch at Coachella, Coachella. If she Nutella, she probably do better But can I get an E for F for E? I pray to God to wash my sins God, not the phone against me, not a weapon, no weapon Ask them where do I begin? Where? Devil tryna take my blessings They don't know the meaning of the wife nah. You don't really live this life? No nope. Niggas in the hood, shoot twice so my niggas in the hood, shoot precise <laughs> Real wise, we ain't taking no advice nah. I realize that these hoes ain't right All along. Don't even ask cause they know what's the price. price Ain't got a snow, they already know it's right what? I God Cause I been baptized. baptized I got mom tied to the north side Now solo with the sticks On the nigga straight slime. They gon' make the north side high crime no. Been out hit a lid with these niggas dropping 10 huh? Hit a lid with these niggas dropping dimes Fucking on a friend, I'ma break her back in Thinkin' that the watch I can't waste time Take, take, take off Woke up this morning, can't remember nothing Two bitches just flowing from London Two bitches. Nothing I remember, they callin' me daddy The matchup was covered in money Went to sleep with my jewelry and chains on Had to wake up and recount the money Recounted. I got a bitch she gon' kill for real. Talking about Clyde and Bunny. Goot cool with the kick, cop it, got Pull up with a stick, stop it, stop it. Rich nigga shit, solid Rich nigga. Oh hundred pockets ride it. I go to space with the stars. My smoke a blunt on my pilot. Saturn, moon, earth and mars. NASA take off with the rocket.